Welcome to the podcast for Gateway Baptist Church. You're listening to a message from our Ormo campus. Find us at gatewaybaptist.com.au if you'd like to connect with us as we seek to change lives by following Jesus in our community, our nation, and our world. Happy Christmas to you all as well. Let me echo both James and Justin's welcome. Great to see you here this morning at church. Uh, I know some of you had early morning, so it feels like you waited hours for church to start. Others are raced out of bed to get here, but it's great to have you here this morning. I want to take you back to uh, one of the first memories I have of Christmas today, and uh, I, I should have quizzed my parents about this, but I can't remember when this happened, but the first present I have memory of is this. The Lego Yellow Castle. This is now a classic piece, and... Uh, One of the things that comes with being an only child is your parents carefully package up all the things they bought you as a child and keep them for your adult years, for your grandchildren. So this is actually the castle itself that I received as a child. And uh, there's something I love about Lego. Anyone here get Lego for Christmas this year? Show of hands. It keeps enduring. And it's made a comeback thanks to popular television series and all manner of other things. But there's something I love about Lego, sitting down with a new packet of Lego and building something so wonderful and so creative. This castle has been rebuilt many, many times. My dad himself is the original Lego master and still loves to come to our house and trawl through the buckets of Lego to rebuild some of the originals that I was given as a kid. But there is great joy in Lego. Who agrees? The problem is, as the Lego collection grows, and as the number of people in your house grows, and as the number of young children in your house grows, it doesn't take long for that Lego collection to start looking a little bit more like this. And this is only one of many buckets that exist in the main house of Lego pieces that once had a home, but now nobody knows where they're meant to be And we're really just waiting for Popper to come over again and sort it all out for us. There's a hint. While I have an afternoon sleep, Dad, there's a gift for you on Christmas Day. See, this is one big pile of mess. And our Lego just has its capacity to find itself into every crease and crevice in the house. Uh, Many of us have dug Lego out with the French fries and the cheesels from between the couch. And many a parent has, walking in the dark of night, stepped on a Lego piece. There is nothing more painful than stepping on a Lego piece. And uh, I read the other day that in October this year, the Guinness World Record for barefoot Lego walking by a relay team was broken by a team of five mumps. That says something, doesn't it? They walked in one hour, three point, I've got to get this right, two eight kilometres, barefoot, on a sea of Lego. I think that's a challenge for Gateway Almo to break next year. Don't you reckon? One Sunday in the hall, just we relay it. But kids, I love to give out some presents at Christmas, so I'm going to just ask a couple of Lego-related questions just to let us in to a picture of the mess. We step on Lego, we find Lego everywhere because Lego has been produced for years to the point now that there is enough Lego that everyone in the planet could have their own collection. Anyone want to have a guess at how many pieces of Lego there are per person on the planet today? Anyone want to have a guess? Lucy? A hundred. 
That is really close. You know what, Lucy, you're close enough that I, you come up here, you can choose one of my Lego gifts for today, hey? Why don't you give Lucy a hand? Which one would you like? This is my second Lego set today. It's your second Lego set today. That's amazing. There's 80 pieces of Lego for every person on the planet. No wonder we find it everywhere and we step on it in the night. More than that, it hurts because it's so strong. I read this interesting fact the other day. How many pieces of Lego do you think could be stacked on top of a single brick of Lego before the bottom one buckled and broke under the weight? Okay, there's a really tricky piece. And for that, you'll get the hot car racer Lego set. Anyone want to hazard a guess? Luke? 10,000, you are way, way, way short of... 15,000? Keep going up. Let's get into the hundreds. 125, let's keep going. 500, a little bit over. I need something to get within 25,000 here, Jenny. No, a million, we're, we're south. Jemima? 450, you know what, I'm going to, that's, that's close. 375,000 Lego bricks stacked on top of a single brick before the bottom one will buckle and break. Jemima, why don't you come and happy Christmas to you. Why don't we give Jemima a huge hand? She's, uh, you can leave that around the house for your dad to step on in the coming weeks and hurt his feet as well. There you go. Happy Christmas. And Lego is incredibly strong. And it hurts, and it's messy, and there's a lot of it. You know, the Bible tells the story of creator God who put something brilliant together, and then humanity got their hands on it and turned it into one giant mess. Now, one last little interactive piece here. We've got some teenagers in the house that are Lego masters. I hear that Hannah Phillips is a Lego master. Is that Hannah? Come on. Give, give Hannah a cheer. She's going to come and help me. I also hear that Jacob Murray is a Lego master. So you can come out the front. Eli, can you just help me for a minute? We're just going to put this down. And, and in, in a COVID season, there's some hand sanitizer for you guys. What I'd love you to do is in the next five minutes, because I'm only preaching for seven and a half more minutes, I want you guys to create something individually and beautiful out of the mess. It, oh, I've got a seat for you as well. Come on, have, yeah, have a seat. Because no one will listen to me if they can see you guys. So you have to sit down. There you go, Jake. Okay, five minutes. We're going to see what you guys can come up with. But the Bible tells a story of something incredible. Of creator God building something wonderful. And then humanity getting their hands on it and turning it into one giant mess. And whether you're a person of faith here today or not, we can all identify with the mess of life. All of us uh, that have lived some uh, expanse of time, all of us that are more than a few years old would have felt the pain of relational mess. Lost friendships, broken families. For some of us, we walk through the pain of a marriage breakdown or an estranged family situation. All of us understand what mess looks like relationally. Many of us know what mess looks like physically, whether it being sickness or pain, that's come from an unknown cause or something that was visited upon us by someone else. 
All of us, even if we can't personally identify deeply with mess, see it in the injustices of the world. I don't know about you, but every time I hear those Bloom videos, something inside of me cringes. I don't like to hear the story, even though we all know that it's a reality and what we're getting is the sanitized version. The world is a messy place, full of injustice, full of power abuse, full of neglect, full of the poor being trampled by the rich. We can all see mess and injustice in the world in which we live. You see, the good thing that God created where everything lived in its perfect place, in perfect harmony, got messed up when humanity decided that we could do it better. And we all live in that mess. Some of us right now, today, feel the mess that's been created by others. We've been the victim of abuse or the victim of slander or the victim of gossip or the victim of somebody speaking untruth about us. We've been the victim of somebody else's greed. But not only do we live with the mess that others have created for us, many of us live with the mess that we've created for ourselves. Not only are we the victim of brokenness and pain, many of us identify that we too are the perpetrators of it. And so while the story of the scripture paints the picture of created God putting something together that makes perfect sense in humanity, messing it up, the story of scripture also paints another picture of a God who chose to leave his place in the castle, the glory and honour of heaven, to jump into the mess. And the story of Christmas is the story of a God who stepped out of the riches of heaven and dove headlong into the mess. You guys have got three minutes. Let's see where I'm going. God jumped headlong into the mess. When John starts writing his story of Jesus, this is how he puts it. In John 1.14, he says, The word, or Jesus, became flesh and made his dwelling amongst us. Other translations, pitched his tent or tabernacled amongst us. In other words, God moved into the neighborhood. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only son who came from the father, full of grace and truth. If you want to know more about that verse, I'm going to be preaching on that here on the 10th of January. So turn up to hear about the God that is full of grace and truth. The Gospel of Matthew tells a story like this. After Joseph had considered the things he was told, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit and she will give birth to a son and you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save people from their sins. See, God moved into the neighbourhood. All of this took place to fulfil what the Lord had said through the prophet, the virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. The Apostle Paul writes to a church in a place called Philippi, and this is how he tells the story. He said, Jesus, who being in the very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the nature of a servant and being made in human likeness. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by coming obedient to death, even death on a cross. What are all the writers saying? that Jesus stepped out of the glory of heaven and dove headlong into our mess. Jesus, the one who was also named Emmanuel, God with us, is the God who is with us in our mess, the God who is with us in our pain. But God didn't just enter our mess to empathise with us or to show compassion to us. 
God entered our mess and in that he identified with the pain, the suffering of the world in which we live and the pain and the mess that we all understand for ourselves. Jesus himself was subject to neglect, abuse, betrayal. He was abandoned by those closest to him. He understands what it is that you walk through. But God didn't come just to empathise with our mess, even though in the midst of it we find a saviour who does and who understands. God came to our mess not to wallow in it or swim in it or live in it, but to redeem us from it and to lift us out of it. You see, the beauty of Lego is every time the mess is created, there's always a chance to recreate something new. And that is the story of Christmas. Jesus didn't wade into your mess to wallow in it. He stepped into it to save you from it and to build something brand new in you and through you. And so the question this morning is this Christmas, if you are not a person of faith, if you've never considered Jesus, will you allow Jesus to wade into your mess and to be the saviour and the one who rebuilds something brand new and wonderful in you? That is the invitation of Christmas as you gaze on the baby Jesus born in the manger, be reminded of the God with us who stepped out of the glory of heaven into your mess so you could be redeemed and restored. But I don't want to leave the Christmas message today with a passive invitation because many of us in this room know Jesus as our Lord and Saviour. Many of us may have known him in our past. Many of us may have grown up with it and walked away from it. And, and the Christmas message isn't just a passive invitation. Yes, it is the story of God who stepped into our mess to restore us and redeem us from it. But because of what Christ is doing in you, he also gives you an invitation. Put your faith in Jesus and then choose to be part of the rebuilding solution. God invites us, his people, to wade into the mess of this world and to bring the hope of the kingdom, to bring the restoration, the redemption, the recreation of the kingdom of God. For us, his people, to help share the message of a good God who stepped out of the glory of heaven to wade into the mess of your life so that you could be redeemed. God invites us to be part of the rebuilding work. So this Christmas, don't just engage with the Christmas message as a great story, which it is, and a great reality, which it is, of what God has done for you. See it as an invitation to now partner with King Jesus in his work of restoration on this planet. The Apostle Paul writes to the church in Corinth, the New Living Translation. This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life has gone, a new life has begun. In other words, Jesus waded into your mess and recreated something beautiful in you. And all of this is a gift from God who brought us back to himself through Christ. And God has given us this task of reconciling people to him. For God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, no longer counting people's sins against them. And he gave us this wonderful message of reconciliation. So we are Christ's ambassadors. God is making his appeal through us. We speak for Christ when we plead, come back to God. For God made Christ who never sinned to be the offering for our sin so that we could be made right with God through Christ. In other words, what Christ has done in you is now an invitation for you to jump on the team of sharing the good news of the story of the God who stepped out of the castle, out of the riches of heaven and waded into your mess. Okay, Jake and Hannah, Lego masters. Did you think you get to come to Christmas Day Church and build Lego? How cool is that? Why don't you bring your creations up here because now we're going to vote and judge you. No, we're not. (laughs) 
Come on, Jake, come up. You've got to give it a name too, by the way. What, what, what have we built? Uh, so basically, this is like a swimming pool sort of thing. This guy's fishing, this other dude, I don't know. Um, yeah, there's like a staircase guy up here. Is it? Yeah. How good is that? How good is that? Stay there for a sec, Jake. Come on, Hannah. You got a great space station. But what, what have we got? It's all right, the trees are coming back. That's a Christmas tree. Yes. <laughs> and this is just a house with some a pond near it. That was, it was really hard. Yeah. <laughs> For four minutes, don't you reckon? That's pretty cool. Hey guys, thanks. You can leave your creations on the table. When you think of this Christmas day, think of the creations of Jake and Hannah. And know that the invitation of Christmas one is to know that Jesus has stepped out of heaven in your mess so you could be redeemed. But I want to invite you to jump on the bus and be part of the work of restoring and recreating and bringing this message of redemption and reconciliation to a world that is desperately in need of people like us that know the message of Jesus, that have been changed by the message of Jesus and now jump neck deep in the mess ourselves to bring something good. This Christmas when we give to Bloom, we jump neck deep in the mess and bring something good. When you serve young people in our community, you jump neck deep into the mess and bring something good. When you choose generosity over greed, when you choose self, selflessness over selfishness, when you choose to hang out with a community of people that are different and love them in spite of their difference, you jump neck deep into people's mess. When you sit on the floor with a broken parent, with nowhere to turn in their grief. You jump neck deep in the work of Jesus in bringing redemption and restoration to this world. This Christmas, know the reality of God with us and together, let's get neck deep in the mess of bringing something brand new and something beautiful in that mess. Why don't I pray for us? Lord Jesus, on this Christmas day, we're all reminded that you stepped out of heaven to come and make something new in the mess of our lives. For those of us here today that may never have come face to face that, with that reality or may have walked away from it, God, I want to pray that your grace would be new all over again. That the invitation for forgiveness and redemption and a new peace and a new joy just to reside inside would be brand new all over again. Thank you, Jesus. It doesn't matter how messy we make things. You are the God of recreation and restoration. And you can build something beautiful in any mess. But God, I also want to pray, Lord, that today just wouldn't be a moment to reflect on that. For those of us that have chosen to put our faith in you, God, may we turn away from our own selfish priorities and our own selfish needs. May we fix our eyes on you and may we partner with you in being agents of your reconciliation, ambassadors for Christ sitting with you and sitting with others in the midst of their mess and helping them bring things that are brand new because that is what you do Jesus and we get the privilege to be part of it God thank you that you came I pray your blessing over every individual over every family group here today may they know the joy of Jesus this Christmas we pray in the name of our Lord Amen when we jump on our feet for the last time in 2020 the last time in the Ormo Hall this year. What a great way to finish what's been a really 
crazy year by just celebrating the joy of Jesus this Christmas. Let's sing joy to the world together. We hope you've been blessed by this message. We are a growing family and we'd love to see you at one of our Sunday services because everyone who comes through our doors is welcome. You can find out more about our community and locations at gatewaybaptist.com.au.